0: Hello and welcome to the After Dinner Podcast. My name is John Keeley, and this is the podcast extension of ROI Show 490. Our guest for today is Brian Monroe, Assistant Director of Safer Foundations Quad Cities, who will be talking to us about Safer Foundations. The history buffs joining us today are Rick Sweet and Jay Swords. Jay, you get to start us off. All right. I'm curious. I have
1: a little bit of background in counseling and uh, psychological research. So I have a couple of questions. I'm going to do the first one here, and hopefully, I'll get around to the next. You talked about your screening process, and it seems to me I was, you know, so pleased to hear you. You talk about the importance of motivation in terms of success with your program. How do you screen for motivation? How do you look at at an individual and and see that they are are ready to do the kinds of things that you need them to do to be successful? Well, I think that's you know part of the discovery process you know dur- during that that intake and, and it's not always there you're right it's something that we hope we can draw out of them and and it's you know it's most likely not at a level that we'd like to see it when they leave a program of ours when they as when they enter the program we you know we have had individuals that we deal with that come in with us that are you know have been on suicide watch it, it's it, from your, you know, your counseling background, you you understand the need to, you know, help them adjust their thinking patterns. Um, the, mo- the majority of them are, have some type of substance abuse challenges or issues in their past and and perhaps ongoing. Um, that is one thing that, uh, as we work with the individuals or as they come to us, uh, they do have to drop. Um, they do have to eventually test clean to, to get into a program of ours because that's such a factor on success. but focusing on a roadmap that they can visualize that they can appreciate will give them an opportunity or, or an option it, they, 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 do, they do not come in you know motivated in every case. Uh, so many times you know when when we talk to individuals and and I should send you, gentlemen, some uh, some links to some success story videos that we created this past year because I, I think you'd appreciate them. In their own words, speak so much more powerfully about about what we do and you know what they've gone through and how they reached that that motivated stage. So many of them, you know, they talk. It's easy to joke about you know the revolving door of of the justice system or the the jail system. And unfortunately, it's it can be very true. And so a lot of what we do is just breaking that cycle, whether it's with our youth, giving them a little hope and and helping them see that there is a future, or with our adult population after they you know, as they're re-entering society. One of my favorite quotes from one of these videos is a uh, it's actually from our Chicago office a young woman, uh, and, and her quote was, uh, next thing, you know, I looked up and I had options and it's that simple thought, you know, and we have to remind ourselves of it from time to time that the individuals that are working with, whether they're 16 or, or 60, um, Many of them have, have never had the realization that there is something different or that, or that there can be something different. There's a gentleman in town here who's on our advisory board, Jeff Wallace, who uh, did his time uh, many years ago. But Jeff, Jeff likes to say that you know a lot of men come into the system broken and they've never been habilitated in the first place. So talking about rehabilitation it isn't a reality. So some of that is just our acknowledging the, the, the mind frame that a lot of the individuals coming to us are, are in and, mm-hmm. and kind of turning that around and making sure that we stay aware of that, you know, through the process. One of the other things that we do, uh, we do it with our employers as well as with our, our participants, is that we have a 12-month follow-up. So we're checking in regularly with the employer and with the individuals. You know, how you doing? Are you still at the same job? Oh, not? Okay, you should have called me. Come on in. Let's see what else is out there. Or that one's not going so well. Let's see what else we can find for you. But conversely with the employers, too. You know, how's Jack doing? Is he? Do you show up today? Um, you know, how can we help? Okay, so you talked about how... Um,
0: the institution is celebrating its 50th anniversary. Um, it's been doing this for 50 years. Uh, how has the organization changed from its early days to how is it uh, helping people today?
1: I think, I think probably the, the most significant change is that along the way, th- there's a realization that th- the job isn't, isn't the only thing. You know that these folks need. Um, you know it's the uh, it's life skills. It's um, it's interviewing. It's writing a resume. It's how to be a good husband. It's it's how to uh, you know anger management. The pro one program that we have here in town that's funded by the Department of Justice. Um, it's called Ach- Achieving Change Together, or ACT, and that is pre and post release. So we're actually in the uh, we're actually in the uh work release facility uh and and the juvenile uh, and the justice seventh judicial justice building but that works with our participants for that particular program receive intensive case management cognitive behavioral uh what is it interventions job readiness training financial literacy so some real basic life skills that you know give them a sense of confidence a lot of it is about just changing mindset um, you know, on on what uh, what can be. I, there's you know another quote. I think in one of the videos where um, gentleman's name is Stephen, and he says, "When I when I was released, I went back to what I knew, and I am where I am now because of what I learned." And, and again, another you know just real basic very simple thought you know he didn't he didn't realize that things could be different we have another gentleman that that his family couldn't wait for him to get out not because they missed him but because he was the he was the breadwinner and and through through legal and illegal means they could that was you know and that was really you know you can imagine that was devastating for him to to realize that and you know he he wouldn't have any part of it when he came back he's he's doing great now but uh that's hard yeah, Rick. Yeah, Brian, the uh what what's
0: the number of of uh clients are you currently uh working with there at uh Safer Foundation?
1: That that's a great question. We have um over the course of a year, the organization as a whole, Quad Cities in Chicago, it's almost, it's a little over 5,000 individuals that we work with. In the Quad Cities, it's it's more in the in the 500 to to 800 range. Um, I'm sorry, 500 to 600 range, and and that varies a little bit from program to program. Our youth empowerment program is structured again with referrals exclusively from Scott County, and that has six sessions over the course of the year, and that, that runs roughly 60, 60 kids through that program. Our employment services, I think, is closer to 180. Um, so that, that, that's kind of the numbers that, that we have on, you know, any given year. And we do have, we have commitments, to, you know, the, the, the federal grants that we have, we have commitments of, of one kind or another. The I Matter program, which is the Department of Labor Oh, everyone loves acronyms and acronyms. I'm trying to remember: uh, youth adult retirement or youth adult reentry partnership, or YARP is what they call it. We we've committed to 115, I believe, over the course of that program's life, which will be a two-year program with one-year follow-up. Um, a nice thing, you know, that I mentioned the the federal grants, there are restrictions and requirements and, and uh, unfortunately, unfortunately the resources are, are restricted in many of these, but that particular one had a requirement to partner with local community colleges in a way that would help them uh, do capacity building. So that one has a win-win-win for the community, for our individuals, and for Blackhawk and uh, Eastern Iowa Community College.
0: Okay. It is customary that we give our guests the last word on the podcast. So Brian, why do you think knowing about organizations like Safer Foundation is relevant in today's world?
1: Well, any year there are roughly 600,000 individuals that that enter the prison system. And every year, you know, many of those come back and get released into the into the community. And <clears throat> When they come back, it's important for them to have a place where they can get safe, holistic treatment, and that 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 makes me think. I don't think I really fully answered that earlier question. What has changed from employment to now employment only to now is offering these wraparound services that individuals need really to become a a a full uh, a whole person, if you will in one way or another and so those individuals that come back in you know 500 to 600 a year that's just the ones that we work with that's not the numbers uh the actual numbers um and i'm not i don't have a firm grasp on what that universe is but um 500 to 600 is enough to make a a huge impact in in any community and here in the quad cities um it's a it's a great opportunity to uh to cut back on crime and to contribute to economic development
0: Okay. We would like to thank our guests for the 490th show, Brian Monroe, Assistant Director of Safer Foundations Quad Cities, who talked to us about Safer Foundation. The history buffs for today were Rick Sweet and Jay Swords. ROI can be found at 9.30 p.m. Friday nights on KALA Radio or on the web at tunein.com. If you're looking for older programs, you'll find them at soundcloud.com. Just put KALA Radio in the search, click on the first icon, and scroll down to find nearly a decade of ROI shows. And as you can find ROI on your favorite streaming platforms, ROI is recorded at Station KALA St. Ambrose University.